Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of State of the Shunion, the only sneaker podcast with more living cast members than the Golden Girls. I'm your co-host, Ryan Landry. I'm your co-host, Tanner Young. Is it just Betty White? It's down to just BW at this point, correct? And there's two of us, so just mathematically speaking. Yeah, we're there. You know? Yeah, we're there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, a uh, little bit, little bit of a little bit of a misprint at the beginning of the episode here. I noticed you introduced yourself as my co-host Tanner Young, but today I'm looking at my birthday boy Tanner Young uh, over there. What's up, yes, the yes. big three O? The big three O finally hit it. Um, it was uh, it was nice. It was nice. had a, had a small uh, little get together with the squad. Sadly, um, I guess. Well, it was sad that you and Amanda couldn't attend, but also an exciting. Uh, reason that you and Amanda couldn't attend yet. Right. The in-laws down. Right. Amanda was looking for the wedding dress. Well, I think wedding dress secured. Wedding dress secured. Wedding we dress secured. So, live here on the air. She's texted it to just about everyone. I'm convinced I'm maybe the only person on this earth that has not seen it. Correct, because I have. And let me tell you what. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh, even you too? Really? I saw, yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. well, she didn't. She didn't Truly. personally send it to me, but you know, she Ashley. sent it to Ashley. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm even more alone than I thought. I'm like the Curiosity yeah. Rover singing "Happy Birthday" to itself. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. It is just as sad as that. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, but yeah, today today was my my big three O birthday. It was it was nice. It was uh, great. Got to like I said, the weekend before my birthday, got to spend it with friends and family. Day mm-hmm. of. Um, got a lot of love from all of my coworkers. Got to spend some time with my family, and then now get to spend time with my boy Ryan Landry. Mm. Mm. The only way to really end the day off is—is is the thirty truly as dirty as they say it is? Or, um, it's cleaner than the twenty-eight. Let me tell you what. Okay, the twenty-eight. <laughs> you is want to talk about a stanky. year that was absolutely filthy? Twenty-eight. Year twenty-eight. Stanky. Year twenty nine was yeah. kind of quiet. Um, excited for year thirty. Um, excited to see. I don't know. I think there's because there's going to be the possibility of very big, you know, changes um, for year thirty. So very excited for for my thirty uh, to get a lot of boxes checked off. I feel like with a kid with all the diapers, thirty has got to be dirtier than ever. It truly was. So I guess twenty nine. Back into yeah. twenty nine. Yep. Um, well, the literal back end, of course. Yes. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Lower back is tight. Lower back is tight. Don't know when that. <laughs> so. All right. This is getting there. sad. This is getting all off right, the rails. All right, all, right, all, right. I'm gonna, all right. Bring us back in. Bring us back in here. <laughs> all right. A little bit of an SOS update. Some things we've seen in the headlines recently uh, that we'll go ahead and take our own spin on. First one being the Disney Plus trailer for oh. their new. It's got to be a hit. It's got to be a box office smash. <laughs> Their new movie, Sneakerella. Um, that's a word. This is like word. the. Do you remember like growing up and watching the Disney Channel, and you'd be like, "Why is Motocrossed on here?" But I've never seen it at a theater. That's mm-hmm. what. That's what yep. the direct to Disney Plus model is. It's a. Yeah. It's a made for TV movie. Not something. Right. Exactly. But without TV. Um, well, for those of you unfamiliar. If you haven't watched the trailer for Sneakerella, mm. um, you might guess what it is from the name. You know, it's yeah, it's kind of like the movie Pearl Harbor. You could probably you didn't have to see it to know what it's about. <laughs> Boy, Sneakerella, what a, what a <laughs> Titanic. You didn't have to see it to know what it's about. 
Um, and just like those national tragedies, Sneakerella <laughs> is uh, coming out in February, I believe, is what it is. Well, that's a quick turnaround. Um, let me tell you what. <laughs> well, let me tell you, if you watch the trailer, you might understand why. I guess that is, that is true. Well, when you watch the trailer, like I knew, I was like, okay, obviously Sneakerella. But they wait till almost the whole movie to to really break it in of that it is a Cinderella spinoff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not entirely sure why, because I really, from what the trailer seems, it has nothing to do with Cinderella, the story, other than the, yeah, the that sh- part is- shoe being left. That's the only thing that is similar, <laughs> which I guess Disney was like, we got to do something with this Cinderella. We haven't really been. Listen, we own the IP to Cinderella. We got to spin it somehow. Yeah. My favorite thing, which again, I don't know the age of the the cast, but clearly it is is a young you know, it's you know, it's a younger individual. This movie, we should give a little bit of a disclaimer. This movie is sure. obviously not made for you and I. 100%. We are not the target demographic for this. Hundred percent. That's fine. And I don't want to. I don't want to 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 dismantle the the mantra of kids chase your dreams. But there are certain dreams that you should not be chasing. <laughs> um, you sound like the kid's dad in the movie. That's literally what the kid's dad tells him. Look, look, whenever whenever he was like, I do customs, and then he painted his hand and then put his handprint on the person's shoe, and then she was like, this is fire. That's what I knew. You've got a bad friend. You're, you're surrounding yourself by yes people. You know, she just wants <laughs> you to succeed, to get the cheddar. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Yeah. I just, I'm right there with you. It's just like... This seems like a bad boardroom pitch that somehow got greenlit and made it way too far down the pipe. Absolutely. But also um, the, the weird thing is, is I don't know who it's going after. Because it's like you your market seems to be young sneakerheads. But like young right. sneakerheads are like waiting outside of like ComplexCon with their like parents' credit card to get the Travis Scotts. Like I don't think they're also going to be the ones interested in... Sneakerella, which absolutely, I'll be honest, the more I say it, the more I'm in love with it. <laughs> it's, it really is a bad pun that I think, you know, yeah. they somehow based a movie around. Uh, I will shout out Adidas for getting the bag on this one. They show up several times 100%, throughout yeah. the ads. And I'm guessing, you know, that all goes back to that agreement they've had because we've seen Adidas do a lot of, you know, True. Disney collaborations over the past year or two. Yeah. Can we, can we talk about how this shoe that he ends up designing the one that gets left behind on the escalator uh-huh. that I guess she is Sneakerella. This is kind of like a mm. Legend of Zelda thing. He is he Sneakerella. In this, yeah. So also, <laughs> shout out to to, to Disney. For That's progressive. Gold. They gender bent Cinderella. Um, so typically Cinderella, yeah. obviously the infamous you know story is Cinderella is a female one. Well, this version. Well, spoilers, geez. S- yeah. Sneakerella is actually a male. Um, so... You know, bold on them, bold on them. But yeah, even just like this final design that is, I guess, supposed to be like the glass slipper, the glass sneaker. Mm -hmm. I don't know what we call it here. This thing is just very ugly looking. Um, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, not all dreams are meant to be chased. (laughs) Or just, you know, decide how far you want to chase it, I guess. How far do you really want to run for it? I guess. Sure. You know, maybe cause, you know, didn't design his first drawing wasn't great or you know picasso i don't know picasso is also kind of crap but you know he just kind of <laughs> stuck with it picasso was shots fired 
Yo, Picasso has been dead quiet since Cause released. I'm just going to say, haven't heard a peep out of him. Picasso was like, yo, what if we took actual realistic design and just made it cubes? And the whole world went, Wah! So. <laughs> snor- snoozeville. All from this guy. <laughs> I'm bored already. Yeah, so. I don't really. There's really not much to tear into here. Because, again, yeah. we really only have like a minute and a half trailer. Um it's just all that being said, the, said, I'm sure I'll end up watching it at some point. Like the 100%. curiosity, I've got, there, I've got like, Disney Plus. I gotta see this. I gotta yeah. understand why this movie is a thing, why this is happening. But catch, catch a random IG live where Ryan and I meticulously break down Sneakerella. Watch it in real time. The reacts video. Yeah. Hey, you know. Or or maybe we do. Say, maybe that's what we do. Maybe we do a Discord a Discord movie watch night. <laughs> Group watch? That's adorable. That's a great way to plug the Discord. Uh, Disney Plus, we are definitely not doing that. We are not streaming your movies to people. Not on your platform. That sounds highly illegal, and we're definitely not going to do it. Um, but if you want to join our Discord mm-hmm. uh, to, to talk about hang it. out and to talk about it, um, and, you know, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Get at us. You can DM us on Instagram at Shoe Podcast. We will gladly invite you to the Discord to come hang out. We are going to vet whatever. your LinkedIn pages, so just so you know. We are checking them, absolutely, yeah. on the way in. All right, let's keep it moving. Next topic that we've got lined up here. You take sneakers, you take something that we mm. love, like Cinderella. Yeah. Uh, maybe not a match made in heaven. What Yuck. if we take sneakers and something Ooh. else we love, like NFTs? Tanner mm. loves those. Put them <laughs> together. What do we get? The Flowers for Society sneaker NFT. Now, you might be saying Flowers for Society, what does mm-hmm. that even mean? I'll gladly know. tell you, kiddos. Okay. It is a German-based uh, footwear brand, and Ooh. for their, fr- I think this is their first actual release. Um, if you Ooh. buy their first sneaker, it's called the Seed One or the Seed Dot One. Uh, you get with it a personalized NFT, which is they're calling it the key to all future brand releases. So, wow. only people who buy the first one to get the NFT get their hands on future limited edition releases and collaborations. Um, okay. It's an interesting concept. How do you feel about this mock-up of a shoe, or maybe that's the actual thing, in my opinion, looking very similar to the shape and patterns of a uh, Yeezy 700? Yeah. Um, so, shoe, just in general, uh, I mean, it's fine. Uh, it is definitely giving me a lot of Yeezy vibes. For sure. Um, however, though, I think it, it's a fine looking shoe. Um, mm-hmm. The materials look interesting. Um, I do kind of like the colors. I like the the different materials they use. Uh, it definitely breaks up the shoe. Gives you uh, a lot of uh, dimensions to kind of uh, look at. I really like the flow of the shoe. Um, I would imagine mm-hmm. it's going to cost way more than I want. Um, and I'm not as into the brand or the shoe to like really be trying to go for it. But I think the shoe design in general, probably taking a lot of inspiration from Yeezy. But yeah. that being said, um, I think it's fine. I kind of like it. I think it's a good looking shoe. I think there's a lot that you can do with the silhouette. Can I give you a little bit of backstory as to why this shoe might resemble a Yeezy 700 so much? Please. The, founder of flowers of society his name is i hope i'm pronouncing this correctly till jagla or jagla mm-hmm. uh j-a-g-l-a he is the former 
Head of Energy. I believe that is the correct title there. Head of Energy for Adidas Originals, which basically uh. is just like leading. It's not a design team, but he he's involved in the special projects, I guess is the best way to put it. Collaborations, yeah. mm. uh, new concepts, things like that. Mm. So he, he's a former Adidas employee. Um, I was following this guy on Instagram, Till Jagla, Mm-hmm. And then I saw Hypebeast pick up this story. I was like, I know that name sounds familiar. Why doesn't I couldn't remember why I was following him. That's why for anyone that might sound familiar, former head of energy at Adidas. Um, okay. How do you feel though? I mean, I guess regardless of the design of this sneaker, it is interesting. I kind of like the tonal. I like the little holes in the midsole. It, yeah. it does remind me a bit, unfortunately of like, what are the what are the knockoff shoes that you see everywhere at the airport that say like just so so or something and they have like this weaved pattern at the bottom and they're like cheap on Amazon. If you look them up, hang on. We'll look them up. Is it the the XQ or the the Q? It's not really a weaved um, pattern. But. If you look up if you look up just so so on Amazon, you will see they're very popular at the airport, I've noticed. Um Kind of giving me a little bit too much of that vibe. Kind of just feeling a little knockoff, but I like the split tongue design of them. Anyways, uh, nah, let's I, get I, yeah. to, you know, let's see the meat and potatoes of what's actually interesting here. The idea of the NFT coming with the shoe and, you know, this first one kind of serving as your key to future releases. How do you like that as a concept? Because it's kind of, you know, it's rewarding the early adopters a little bit. I think that's fair to say. Um... Yeah, so definitely the, I guess, biggest sale of NFTs is the whole blockchain thing and being able to show ownership mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, uh, so uh, obviously to make an NFT really alluring, you're going to have to be like, I want to own the original um, and you're going to have to essentially attach some type of actual physical thing um to it so uh they're doing that it will be interesting to see Mm -hmm. because i know another big thing of nfts is being able to sell them resell them so does this Mm -hmm. only apply to the original buyer does it apply to whoever is owning the legit nft at the time um so i guess which obviously i'm sure they maybe have gone into that and really explain it but um, so like, that's the whole thing of the NFT. It shows the blockchain. It shows from creator yeah. to seller by seller by seller and things like that. And how many times it was sold and you can, you know, uh, see the hierarchy and whatever it may be. So, um, there is that. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they handle that. Um, and if that is them also curbing NFT reselling or whatever it may be. Um, I think NFTs in yeah. general, are pretty silly, but it's early on. I could be totally wrong um, in the future because um, a lot of people have tried to say, okay, well, what's the, you know, the whole purpose is owning the original. It's like, okay, well, I may never mm-hmm. be able to own, I'll obviously never be able to own the original of any of these fine arts, but I can have a poster, you know, but it's like, oh, it's not the original. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas there are, reasoning for nfts is because you can have access to um yeah so that's that's my point with these is that this is the first 
kind of NFT I've seen that just personally feels like it has some actual value to it. And that's, yes. you know, not to not to downplay anything. I'm, you know, maybe that's a small brain move because I'm not up to wave on crypto and everything like that. But um, this to me is kind of like one of the first light bulb moments in my head of like this NFT to me is valuable, not in and of itself. And for what it sells for on the market, it's value there. Mm-hmm. But in that it actually gives me access to something and like serves some purpose other than just having value. And yes. Yeah, you I know think what I'm so. saying. Like, mm-hmm. it'd be like if so, Nike starts doing it for, quote unquote, golden tickets for sneaker, you know, the right. sneakers app and stuff like that. So I agree with what you said. That's why I believe that this is a little bit more of. Uh, I can see why people would want this NFT because it's not necessarily mm-hmm. like you're saying. Like, I'm not purchasing the NFT for the NFT. I'm purchasing the NFT for what it allows me to get access to. Um, right. In, in the sense of being able to own or purchase. Um, mm-hmm some exclusive sneakers in the, in the future. So making, um, very interesting. Uh, we'll see mm -hmm. how I would imagine there's a lot of sneaker brands, maybe the bigger brands who are going to be watching this to see how it goes. Because, um, obviously like you said, I'm sure most majority of people are not familiar with, um, flowers for society. Um, but if it's very successful, and it seems that people do enjoy it, you may see these bigger brands be like, okay, we're going to follow suit. How can we make this work? Yeah, so to your point, the golden ticket analogy is actually a very good analogy because Adidas has done literally their golden ticket program before, which is, you know, the golden ticket is not an actual NFT, but it follows this same sort of concept of like, if you buy a shoe, yeah. whereas this is, this is guaranteed you're going to get an NFT, whereas their golden ticket is if you buy a shoe at certain certain point of time, they did it. You had a mm-hmm. chance to get a golden ticket and the golden ticket granted you guaranteed access to an upcoming release. So it's kind of like, yeah, we've seen brands, you know, obviously much larger brands. If we're talking Adidas, take a similar approach, just not in the literal NFT form. So, um, it's interesting, you know, if, if the NFT thing sticks around and really, you know, becomes something, um, I don't know if I want to call it a fad, but it kind of feels like it right now. If it ends up becoming more to see if the larger brands actually go the NFT approach or if they stick with or just even keep doing more of the buy a shoe, get some sort of guaranteed reward or access to a future release. Yeah, because I I just feel that the majority of consumers aren't necessarily enthralled with owning the original um, and and things like that Mm. Um, because just... It's such a common thing that you get reprints of of right things that you want right, things yeah. like this. But I would imagine the NFT, especially. I mean, I think NFTs and sneakers um, go hand in hand with kind of the argument for and against because a lot of people are against reps because it's not the original or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas the NFT mm. is kind of the same thing. You kind of have the same argument of people being like why would you pay this much for essentially just a digital picture where I can take a screenshot and I now have the same thing that you just paid however much for. Um, And then Mm -hmm. that's when people go, well, it's not the original. It's like, okay, but I still get it. I still get to enjoy it. Um, So, but if you have something set up like this, where there is a blockchain through the original and you say, well, if you do own it, whether or not you're the first person who owned it, but if you just own a legit NFT, which we can 
uh, legit check, then you get access to these things like that. And I think that would be the reason that the NFTs would become valuable. But then how valuable, I guess, then you really look into is like, you know, I'm not really buying the NFT. I'm just buying what it gets me. You know, I think a lot of... I'm buying access, yeah. Yeah, in the same sense as that when a lot of shops will say, you know, you can get one free ticket or for every $20 you spend, you get another ticket. It's like, well, I may go buy a bunch of your product, but I may not really actually be buying your product for the product. I'm buying it to get this one ultimate goal, which may be... For the future, yeah. Yeah, Um, so we'll see. It'll be interesting um, to see, I guess, the livelihood of an nft if they go more towards what flowers for society is doing then i think there will be mm-hmm. a life to it um but if not and it's just you just get to own this art digitally i don't think it'll um it may not reach the height that a lot yeah. of people are suspecting but we'll have to see it's a very interesting kind of area that we end with NFTs, True, yeah but, uh very it's cool still concept so developing doing. exactly so yeah. very cool that this company is doing it, seeing that it is kind of maybe could be a flash in the pan, could be kind of um, the early stages of it and getting in early. So um, I kind of see it as a win-win for Flowers of Society. Uh, I yeah. think it's a good move for them. So, uh, but yeah, interesting. Hmm. Very insightful. That was really well put. I'm, you know, I'm going to go back and listen to that one myself. I got to be honest with you. There you go. Boom. I don't think there's anything more to say on that one. So let's go ahead and get into our last topic here. Mm. Talking about Nike's decision to uh, indefinitely delay the Travis Scott Cactus Jack Air Max ones um, as a result of, you know, the what happened at Astro World Festival. First mm-hmm. and foremost, you know, thoughts and prayers to all of the victims and families of those people at Astro World Festival. Not only, you know, of course, the casualties i think it's up to 10 now that have happened but just you know i'm sure there were countless more hospitalizations and just health uh effects that came of that yeah for sure (sighs) getting into the news of it though i think it was just yesterday um if you had the notifications on in nike sneakers app for the release of the cactus jack air max ones you got a push notification yesterday from sneakers saying uh Thanks for signing up for Notify Me. Out of respect for everyone impacted by the tragic events at the Astroworld Festival, we're postponing the launch. Short and sweet, two sentences, no further news at this time, at least from what Mm -hmm. I've seen. Um, Indefinite delay there. So it's interesting. I actually had, uh, I was talking about this potential scenario with my coworker, Max, my friend, Max, I shouldn't say, but Max does work with me as well. So Mm -hmm. we're talking about it at work. Shout out, Max. Uh, about, you know, a week ago, would it have been, not this past Sunday, but Sunday before would have been the day after Astroworld. Um, so I guess it was, anyways, this is a lot of a lot of backstory. About a week ago, we were talking about it at work, talking about how, you know, the potential shoes coming out and what, you know, he was asking what I thought Nike was going to do about it. And my gut was telling me that they were going to delay it, but they're still going to release it. The analogy that I kind of drew, which again, this is not a one-to-one analogous. What's the word there? It's not a one-to-one comparison here, but Mm -hmm. the only sort of, I think, context we had for this um, was about a year and a half ago when Strawberry Coughs were supposed to come out as the 420 dunk 
Uh, this would have been April of 2020, but then COVID COVID broke out at the time. And mm-hmm. I think from a PR move, Nike didn't want to release a shoe of a strawberry coughing during just the literal onset of a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously these two things are not really comparable, but it's kind of the only recent pretense for this that I could think mm-hmm. of. And what I've happened there the was, you know, it was a year and a half. I mean, more than a year and a half ago that the shoes were supposed to come out. They came out within the last month. So you're yeah. talking like at least an 18 month delay on those. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if and when these shoes are going to come out. That might be a, uh, a Freddy Krueger SB dunk scenario where all the mm. pairs that were built just get, you know, they say, make them disappear. They make the call and the pairs just got to go. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts or assumptions on if and when the Air Max might actually come out? Um, I think it all depends on how the lawsuits settle out. Yeah. Um, obviously there have, you know, uh, um, there have been lawsuits against, uh, you know, the venue or maybe the, the organization who's putting on the festival. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I, and, and then I know there have been some lawsuits against Travis Scott himself, um, which I would imagine there will be quite a bit. However, many right. actually make it through, obviously we'll, we'll see. Um, but there have been confirmed that there are some um, lawsuits being placed against him. I would imagine that Nike is going to see how that shakes itself out. Sure. If it goes pretty negative for Travis Scott, then I would imagine we're not only going to see um, a make them disappear scenario, but we may also we may see an end of the Travis Scott Nike collaboration yeah itself i could i could see that being a very real possibility here yeah um i don't think obviously there has been any talks about it because it's not like travis scott himself did anything um detrimental um not to take away his involvement in what happened but it's not like in the in the sense that we've seen other brands distance themselves from allegations and things like that um so i think nike Mm -hmm. is gonna wait and they're going to see um, yeah. if the lawsuits and things like that don't make it anywhere or if they're if they do go somewhere, it's not in a very serious um, kind of sense. Then I think given some time, maybe a year from now, um, they may release them or mm-hmm. I could also see Nike being pretty PR that they just say we're going to. This shoe will always be tied to the tragedy that happened at this festival, regardless how it shakes out. And I think even if they do release at some point, people will be like, wow, this was the shoe. This is, you know, Mm -hmm. the Internet will label it, whatever it is regarding the tragedy. Um, And I don't think Nike's going to want that. So I I think could very well see them just them just being like, it's it's a no go. We're done. We're going to keep we're going to keep Travis Scott. And we're going to keep making shoes, but this um, colorway, this shoe right here is just not going to be a thing. And whatever pairs have already gone out, they've gone out and they will have a $30,000 price tag on them. Um, 
and things like that. But I, I imagine Nike may just make the call altogether to say, we're going to, we're going to make these things disappear. The more we talk about it, the more I kind of feel like I see it leaning more in that direction. Um, yeah. Again, just looking on past experiences, if you think about also their reaction to the mischief Satan shoe, the Air Max 97 that they got Lil Nas mm. X involved yep. with, the mm-hmm. the public backlash from that, which wasn't even, Nike wasn't even involved in that shoe, but just enough, the general consumer, not sneakerheads, the general people going to the mall, buying shoes or reading headlines yeah. about Nike that wear shoes, um, they were obviously concerned so much that those people were going to get it confused and think that Nike was involved with that, that they shut mm. that down. I kind of see this falling into that category of like, there's so much general backlash against Travis Scott right now. I yeah. don't think they're going to want to have much of any association with him out yep. of fear of what it's going to do to all of these shoes that get sold in the mall, basically. Of just mm. the general public. The general public thinking Nike work with Travis Scott, that's fine. I like Adidas now, you know? Ooh, yeah, could be. Um, yeah, it could. they could very well. I really think that they may just, like you're saying, I think uh, Nike just being trying to watch their brain and things like that, I really just don't think. I think they're smart enough to know that the internet mm-hmm. will, will take this and label it as you know, the tragedy shoe or whatever it may be. Um, and it'll forever be known as that. And I think they're going to be like, Nope, we'll move on. We'll give it some time. I think it's going to be quite a while before we hear anything regarding Travis Scott and Nike. Yeah. Um, for sure. But like I said, I think first, what I know for sure is Nike is going to wait to see how this all shakes out, um, in the future to see that's for sure. Yeah. If they keep, Travis Scott or not, I, but I definitely mm-hmm. think these shoes are, they're a no go. Um, let me may, pose uh, to you. Yeah. Let me pose to you an interesting question that Max asked me. And I think this is a fair question. If you're not really, you know, heavily in the world of sneakers, he asked, yeah. is there any chance that Nike releases the shoes just without the cactus Jack Travis Scott affiliation to them? No. Um, to which I, I mean, I said to the, at, at this point, it's hard to, take that affiliation away. Yeah. But you know, I think it's still, you know, like that's a fair question to ask. I think if you're not heavily ingrained in this world of like, is there anything about the shoes that like, does it say, it doesn't say Travis Scott on the side of it. So is there any chance they try and spin that shoe into any other sort of something else? You know, I don't I, think so. But. Yeah. Cause I don't think so. Um, just because, I mean, it's, it's, you would have to, you'd have to basically remake all of the shoes. I mean, they have the backward swoosh on things like that. You're not going to, yeah, uh, you know, be able to unstitch that. So all the product that has already been made, which I would imagine is the product for the release has already been made. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think they would. Oh, yeah. I think honestly, if they would do that, I think you would have even more actual sneakerheads who would then be like, okay, so you can just simply take, a hype collab and make it a general release at any time, whatever you want. Right. Um, but I don't think so. Cause again, I think Nike also understands the importance of having, um, very hype and exclusive shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if they did do that, they would be weakening the, yeah. um, that, which is a very strong, um, aspect of buying sneakers. Um, 
And then I, I think it would just be financially too much for them to do. Either way, they're having to destroy or get rid of all of the Travis Scott shoes that are done. Yeah. And then having to make, um, basically remake them. Uh, while it doesn't have his yeah. branding, the backward swoosh is enough to be like, well, I you can't cover up th- that stitching. Yeah, the more I think about it, I think the heels of the shoes do say Cactus Jack on them. So there is, you yeah. know. If you like, if you got the most blind of like, I don't pay attention to what's uh, happening in streetwear consumer that doesn't know he's already yeah. done a backward swoosh and he's referred to as Cactus Jack, maybe. But like, you know, I, I think it's already pretty. It's hard to tell because like we look at it in our own. We're in our own box. But like, I'm sure much of the general public knows of the, you know, the Travis Scott Nike designs. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think you'll I think you'll see a lot of uh, reps for sure. Um, and this could, this could also, um, you know, a lot of people may be, there may be that stain of like, be like it, it's corny of you even to get a rep. Like you shouldn't even want this shoe just because of, uh, the, the, the timing of everything. Yeah. You know how kind of the, the internet reacted to the huge spike in resale um, after uh, Kobe Bryant's passing, Kobe and his daughter. Right. Um, you know, the whole world kind of collectively went, that's gross, you know? Yeah. Um, and again, kind of how you said with your example, not to say that these are similar situations, but um, the uh, community may also have that mindset with this shoe of like, oh, I don't know, like, I know it wasn't him directly right. and it's not like these shoes really had anything to do with it, but like just the tying of the shoe with yeah. the tragedy just kind of, it may sit weird with people. Um, but yeah. I think, um, I think the, the, the thing to, to watch or that will be um, big news is kind of how Nike treats the relationship with Travis Scott. Um, Because I think you do have a lot of people who, regardless of how it shakes out, view Travis Scott as one of the main people hold responsible. And I know there's a lot of people who are already, you know, um, kind of backing away from their their merchandise um, with him. You know, I've seen a couple videos of people um, throwing, you know, the, the Travis Scott sneakers that they had into... Uh, you know, the, the river or whatnot. Yeah, I think that's a fair enough point to make. So I think that pretty much brings us to the end of our SOS update here. That's kind of what we got to go over. So, you know, some kind of, you know, interesting topics here. Sneakerella, I am not holding out much hope for, but we'll, you know, keep our fingers crossed. Come February, we'll give it a watch. We'll see what actually happens. There you go. So thank you for everyone for listening to another episode of State of the Shunion. Make sure to check us out online at shoepodcast.com and on Instagram at shoepodcast. Uh, again, if you want to join our Discord, definitely not for anything illegal. Uh, hit us up on Instagram and we'll shoot you a link to the invite. Again, nothing illegal. We're checking the LinkedIn pages before you hop in. Exactly. Wherever, wholesome. Wherever you listen to the show, make sure to leave that rating and review. We want to read them. Helps us know. Helps us grow. Hmm. Birthday Boy Young. Live yes. from the Dirty 30 side of life. Mm-hmm. You got a little uh, review of the week you want to hit us with here? Um, I do. And it's a pretty fresh review. Um, okay. 
I tried it out today, um, mm. and uh, courtesy of my wife, uh, so it was very, uh, okay. very nice. Um, this is for uh, the individuals with a little bit of lengthy hair. Um, gonna go ahead, you know, if you ever want to, you know, throw it into, a, you know, a bun or a ponytail, whatever it may be, you know, obviously we all know about the the hair ties, you know, kind of that more fabric hair tie. Uh, well, uh, my wife got me some, uh, like plastic, almost like that looks like a, a spring. It's in a circle, um, for a hair ties and things like that. It's supposed to be a little bit better for your hair and things like that. Um, so I just did a quick, a quick Amazon search just to come, but literally if you just type in plastic hair tie, um, it could almost be literally anyone that you get, uh, very comfortable. Um, very easy to use. It doesn't pull at your hair when you're trying to take it down, which is uh, definitely a big issue. So, um, have loved the, um, plastic hair ties and then nice little tip for anybody. If you have plastic hair ties or you will use plastic hair ties, um, maybe not plastic, maybe they're silicone, whatever they are. Um, if they get a little bit too stretched out and they're not necessarily working, you get a nice, um, pot of water at a nice little boil. You can drop them in. And it will kind of shrink them back to that original size, bringing that life back and reusability. So um, don't need to throw them away. You can go ahead and um, shrink them back uh, to try and get a, lot, a little bit more life out of them. Um, and try to, you know, like I said, try to not have uh, as much waste as possible. But um, plastic hair ties, better for your hair. You're not going to be yanking your hair and stuff like that. So uh, go ahead and give it a try. What a tip. What a little review of the week. I like that one. Yeah, there you go. It's not one. I don't think it's one I can personally take, but you know, I'm sure there's yeah. a lot of people out there that can benefit from it. There you go. All right. Thank you everyone again for listening to another episode of say this union. Go ahead. Do us a favor this week. Hit up the IG, leave happy birthday in the comments for Tanner, just Aww. wherever, but put it, put in the comments, not the messages so that he can read them, you know, put them public. We want to let the boy shine here. Oh, appreciate that. We'll be back whenever we feel like it with whatever we feel like talking about. I'm your co-host, Ryan Landry. I'm your co-host, Tanner Young.